0: inspiring Wellbeing, a limited podcast series with
1: maximilian hi everyone and welcome today i'm particularly excited to be talking with my dear friend Ariane um, because we'll be talking about the power of intention now why is it such a particularly interesting topic for me because i find that intention is something that applies to every aspect of our life whether that's the intention that we have Um, in regards to healing ourselves, meditation, exercise, work or life itself can play a very crucial role and we're going to be discussing this um, right now as soon as Ariane has joined the chat. Hi. Hi, (laughs) Mike. Welcome.
0: So great to see you, I love these calls
1: with you. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) right? sun right now you're so illuminated I love
0: it. <laughs> I'm right by the window and um, yeah I, I am pretty illuminated maybe I should move
1: this phone a no. little
0: bit and get some, <laughs> a little less light.
1: You know especially considering that today it's it's been it's been quite rainy which we haven't seen in quite a while you know mother earth and happy happy earth day has been showing us so much love through through a lot of sunshine.
0: Happy Earth Day, Max. And you know what? I woke up and I saw the rain and my immediate instinct was to go outside in the forest. And I did.
1: Beautiful.
0: And it, honestly, like, it was absolutely incredible to see how everything was like green and alive and vibrant and the smell of the air and, you know, people, a lot of people say, oh, it's raining. I don't want to go outside. That's when I'm out. With yeah. <laughs> That's when I'm out, and it's it was it's so refreshing. It's like it cleans the air, you know.
1: It is. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I find here on the on the west coast, you you, you can't really be the, the too choosy between oh, I only want to go outside when it's sunny and not when it's rainy because yeah. we get a, a fair bit of rain in the in the other seasons, but um, or during yeah. the other. But as you said, it's it's incredible.
0: It's There's incredible.
1: The the rain on your skin and just yeah, it makes you feel alive.
0: It makes honestly, and you know what else I did? You know, you know we have old we'll growth trees here. We have ancient trees. Yeah. I just laid up against a tree. I just had my back up against the tree, and I was breathing, and I was relaxing, and so much just like whew, left me stress, yeah. pain, fear. <laughs> And it just, I felt it leave my body, you know, connecting with nature right now is so pivotal for me and I'm sure for yourself too. And it I, is honor, yeah.
1: I feel like so many people are, are really connecting with earth at this point. Um, yeah. so I live, As you know, I live right on the edge of Beacon Hill Park and the number of people that Lisa and I see every single day is incredible and people are getting you know it's not just walks it's 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 um it's exercising it's it's practicing qigong practicing yoga out in the yeah. park but, um on the grass it's it's incredible
0: yeah it is absolutely amazing and and it's so that's another benefit to this time in quarantine is not only are we asked to look within ourselves and do that internal growth work we're also um, having more time in nature and I think people are realizing just how much we've been taking it for granted a and B, just how much we need it and so it was an amazing it was an amazing way to start the day and I, I literally feel like a different person hey it's amazing when you have like when you just let go of a lot of energy yeah how the percep how our perception can shift so quickly
1: yeah absolutely and I, I find particularly when it's raining you know there's there's this cleansing aspect that mother nature is showing us and, and providing an opportunity for us to cleanse ourselves. And I think yes. driving where you felt all of this uh, fear and all, all of that, that no longer serves you to be stripped off you. I think that that really, it really says a lot about how powerful it can be to be just out there in nature when it's raining.
0: Totally, totally. And Kula was with it. So my dog Bella Kula, she was with us and I always look to her because I always look to her. I'm very curious about her nature because she is reflective of Mother Nature. She's an animal, right? And so to see her like so free and like shaking off all her stuff too and like just like so connected and re- replenished by her natural environment, she's just a constant reminder for me to do the same because it's the same nature. We're the exact same nature.
1: Yes, Whereas, um, we are. We are nature, you know? Yes. It's- it's this interesting shift of perception that, that seems to have taken place over, I don't know, hundreds or hundreds of years or maybe just a few decades where we have, we no longer see ourselves as part of nature, which is so interesting to me because yeah, how are we different? I mean, we are, we just need to look at our body, the way it functions and the patterns that we see in us compared to what we see in nature to realize that there is no difference.
0: Mm -hmm. totally totally and I'm just gonna be really bold and say this I think that the further people away people are from the natural environment I think that the more mental illness uh, we're going to be seeing because for us to be so disconnected from our the very own ground that we walk on from our our own planet our own nature right I think that this is gonna create and it is and it and it has I see it I don't know if you would agree with that but like absolutely yeah
1: It's so interesting too, because all we really need to do is look at research data, comparing the health of people that live in in larger cities compared to those that live in the countryside or, you know, properly in nature where it's just you have your cabin there and then there's nothing else for for a couple of miles. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, before I moved to, to Victoria, approximately four years ago now, I lived in Hong Kong.
0: Mm, I didn't know that
1: and um, Was yes in
0: Hong Kong
1: yeah we my Lisa and I we lived in Hong Kong and um, amazing. we just wanted to try it out and be part of this very vibrant energy in Hong Kong for a while
2: mm. and
1: interesting when you live in such a big city and honestly like Hong Kong that is it's truly a big city Like you enter the streets on any given day at any given time of the day and the streets are packed. You feel like you're in the mosh pit at a popular concert. (laughs) And, you know, there's a lot of um, people that would say, well, when you live in a big city, it's it's all about pollution. That's why people's overall health may not be as good. But I would actually go further and say that it's because they're so removed from nature. Because just because you have a city park and the, the park features five trees and the rest of, is concrete, which honestly is the case in a lot of city parks in Hong Kong, um, just as an example, that doesn't mean you're, you can fully connect to nature. Whereas if you actually go out intentionally and you reconnect with nature, the way you do it, for instance, it makes all the difference. So mm-hmm. i there's a, there's a huge, and I agree with you, there's a huge correlation between a person's overall health, including mental health, yeah. and how much time they spend in nature. But then also, I think it also comes down to how do you spend time in nature? Because sometimes, you know, I go on, on trails hiking or I walk through the park and there's people there with their dogs, but they're on their phone. They're not even they're not even really aware that they're out in nature. They're not aware of the So, you know, that kind of, I think brings us to our topic today. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I was just about to say that this ties in perfectly to our theme because, and I don't know if you relate to this, but I've done this before. And I know some of my roommates have been doing this too, where we are given certain uh, ways of living, certain tools, certain life skills, like, oh, okay, I know I need to take these supplements in the morning, I know I need to do this practice. So I'm gonna do them, I'm just gonna do them. So I, 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 did, I did it, I took my vitamins, I did my practice, okay, it's done, did, took my supplements and, and that's it. Okay, so there's that option or there's like, hey, I'm actually with this, Yeah. <laughs> I'm here, I'm engaged, I'm really honoring these supplements and these medicinal foods that I'm taking, I'm connecting with them when I do my practice, I'm actually present with the practice. I'm actually feeling my body connecting with my body and experiencing each moment and, and feeling the benefits in my body. There's a completely different experience yes being had on either side over here. So, uh, and it's the, it is the power of intention. Like you said, you can be doing everything right by the books, but if you're not actually showing up in it, then
1: yeah and you know i i I really like the example that you used with the supplements because i find that is an example that many people can relate to Mm -hmm. the supplement industry it's larger nowadays than it has ever been yeah and so it's it's fairly safe to say that most people use at least one supplement of, of some kind even if it's just vitamin c Especially during this time of COVID-19, I think there's is, there is even a, a higher increase in supplementation for many people. Totally. And there is a majority of people who take their supplements in the morning and it's just a handful of pills in, in the mouth, gulp down some water, it's yeah. in the body, that's checked off the list of the to-do list for the day,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's almost like the first analogy that comes to my mind is someone is asking you to look at this beautiful art painting, and you have your you have your eyes you're blindfolded. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. there there's not going to be much effect, and um, I think it it's 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 very similar that when we don't have an intention when we're not present with something then it is almost like we're we're blindsided and whatever we're taking in if we're sticking with the the example of supplements Mm. it just it passes us while we're while we're blind Mm -hmm. so there's very little that actually will be absorbed by the body yeah because we are blind to all the rest that there is to it
0: Totally, totally. And the way, you know, taking a handful of pills, just popping them in your mouth and thinking you're doing a good thing. That's a very mechanical way of yeah. interacting with these of these supplements and vitamins of interacting with your own body. That's very mechanical. And, uh, and
1: it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's quite in line with this, this outdated Newtonian model of, 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 of what the body, what, the entire being is supposed to be like. You know, we are not a machine. And I think even for people that that have really associated with, with this um, worldview, I think now they're, they're coming to, to terms with it more and the fact that there is more to us. And of course there is more to us. I mean, who wants to be just a machine? You know, if I had to think about the fact that I could spend my life just seeing myself as a machine. And that's also how I operate, everything operates in me and outside of me as if as if it's a machine and I'm surrounded by machines. I wouldn't be surprised if I went completely depressed and yeah. and would suffer from severe anxiety because that that would be a pretty grim looking world and yeah. And luckily, you know, it's we're so fortunate that that's, it could be further from the truth because so much more to us, there's so much more to everything in life.
0: Yeah, and would you agree that that's how we were functioning before, before this pandemic? There was such a mechanical way of functioning in our society and uh, people were feeling it, but I think they were just adapting, adapting to the expectations and adapting to the flow Uh, collectively that we were all you know working and buying into Uh, I remember when it stopped and we went into quarantine I remember taking a step back being with myself doing a lot of self-care nourishment and just observing so much inflammation leave my body like so much and I asked myself you know this must have been here for a really it must have been there consistently where I'm just consistently inflamed (laughs) from all the stress and all the going and all the doing and all the attaining and like go, go, go. And uh, as you know, right, as the type of practitioner you are and I know as well, when the body's in that inflamed state, then that's like a really, um, that's a big red flag for all different kinds of blockages and illness and sickness. And um, yeah, it's really nice to step out of that to see things from a bigger perspective, from outside of that rat race, and to to look at that behavior, and to now finally have the time to look within and say, "Okay, uh, I actually don't want to go back to that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want to see those I love go back to it either." And so with that, now I ask myself, "Okay, well, what am I going to do with this? With this very strong knowing that this is not the best way." To go about living and functioning. Okay, I'm gonna take responsibility. That word's coming up again, right? It came up in a couple of our <laughs> in a couple of our talks. I'm gonna take responsibility to embody what it is that I would like to see. And it, it blows my mind, like really, really blows my mind to see how the people around me are responding. Mm-hmm. It's like as if we need to give ourselves permission to know, to say, okay, don't you don't have to function like a machine anymore and the way other people are responding so quickly, so quickly, yeah. it's amazing, and it shows me, yes, there's a lot of truth to this. And keep on going, Ariane, there's like something really powerful behind that.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and from, a, from an energetic point of view, it makes a lot of sense that you, by your own doing, can influence other people so much because it's not just what people perceive with their, with their eyesight of how you've changed, and you know, pick up on, on different behavioral changes that you might now exhibit to them. Yeah. But energetically speaking, um, when we look at the human body and all of the various energy fields that make up you who you are, the energy field that's generated by the heart mm-hmm. is the strongest energy field and it extends anywhere from seven to sometimes 12 feet beyond the person. Wow. And um, the reason I'm mentioning this is when you are changing your life for the better, you're, mm-hmm. you're allowing more positivity into your life, it will affect your heart. You know, oh, that's totally the heart is the seat of our emotions. And if we're able to create positivity out using the heart's energy field, which is such a the, the most powerful energy field that we have in us, and this energy field extends that far, yeah. On us, then of course people will pick up on it. And it's interesting because many people will pick up on it without even consciously realizing what they're picking up on because they may not be familiar with energy. Some people will be, but others won't be and they don't necessarily need to. They don't need to know anything really about energy and how it works. Because subconsciously, they still feel it. Subconsciously, they still receive that information. And subconsciously, it will bring about positive changes in them as well. And and that in itself is, you probably agree with me, that in itself is such an incredible working of the universe and the, the beauty of, of everything.
0: Thank you so much. I feel like we need to do... <laughs> We need to do a podcast just on that last thing you said max honestly that is so freaking important that last thing you said because it's bringing i'm trying to step away from the word power and I'm, I'm bringing in the words brilliance and expansion now to replace that word you're really bringing the brilliance and the expansion back to people because we have forgotten that clearly clearly we have we've totally forgotten that i've forgotten that and when I remember this, and apply it, I feel so uplifted. I feel like I'm in my element. I feel like I'm in my most natural state. I feel like this is what I'm here to do. And this is what we're all here to do. You know, um, it's, it's the most incredible feeling to be in alignment with ourselves like that and to observe the other people around us feel it. They're literally feeling it. You're right. It is a, it's a huge energetic response that goes far beyond what our analytical mind can understand. And we only really start to get a taste for this, this incredible brilliance that you're talking about, when we really take that responsibility and embody it ourselves. It is, and it's a constant, constant reminder that we are so freaking connected (laughs) and that our choices, our decisions, what we choose to embody has a huge energetic imprint on everything around us that is so empowering. I find a lot of people get disempowered because they realize or dis, not just dis- How can we bring the word brilliance and replace it with <laughs> I'm trying to like use my terminology really carefully now because I see the power of words. That's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> power of intention, the power of words. People lose their their con their confidence, I guess. Yeah. I've seen it happen so many times, and it's happened to me sometimes where we get beaten down by all the complexity and the the crisis of the world and we think we can't do anything and it is so far from the truth so that perspective of me oh I can't do anything is coming from an old paradigm a very old perspective of I'm disconnected from those around me and from my natural environment but if we if we change our perspective and say no I'm connected to everything at all times and everyone yeah what I do and how I think and how my choices are deeply gonna impact everything around me. It's a, it's a paradigm
1: shift. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. And I think yeah. I, I, I completely agree with you that this is something that really everyone needs to come to realize because just as an example, Lisa, she's studying environmental studies at university uh, at the University of Victoria. And there was actually one class she took where the the class focused on the fact that so many people that work to protect the planet start to suffer from depression and anxiety Mm. and hit rock bottom at some point in their career because they feel that the work that they're doing isn't enough considering that as a collective we may not be going in the right direction Mm. and for those people it's very very important to realize that this idea of you know that Gandhi really put forth when he said be the change you wish to see in the world it has so much power so much brilliance to it Mm -hmm. and not just on a on a on a basis where we can't measure it because it's actually, we can scientifically prove it now that because of quantum physics, we can um, we can measure subtle energy. So we can measure the the energy that is extended and emitted from the heart, creating the heart's energy field. And yeah. when we know that, I and mean, when we know how powerful the energy is that comes from every human being's heart, mm. then we can also start to realize that yes, indeed, we have so much power to bring about so much change and so much progress and evolution. Mm -hmm. Even though we might be individuals and we're all doing our own thing, we all have that power. We all have that brilliance.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And if if there are moments where we have a tendency to, to forget about it, then we might just have to remind ourselves of the fact that it can be scientifically proven that we have this power, that we emit this energy. And that when we set clear intentions on a daily basis, and we can even do that for every task that we do in life, when we set intentions, we basically set the heart to vibrate at the frequency that we want it to vibrate at, and we, we take out all of this goodness into the world and by doing so we are also receiving all of the goodness then
0: something we do within ourselves (laughs) you know um and it's powerful it is well
1: yeah and you know especially during times of crisis i find that um for individuals that have already played around with setting their own intentions or are just starting out with it this can be this can truly become a foundation for for every person that is that is setting an intention, whether it's on a daily basis or or on a weekly basis. I mean, of course, if we do it more regularly, the more powerful it becomes. So if a person does it once a day, as you said, maybe in the morning, just to set an intention for the day, it can truly become a life-changing force because, you setting your intention allows you; it enables you to have this intention as your your guidance system for the day, for a particular practice, for a particular task, or for for life itself. You know, you can choose how broad you want to um, make it and what you want to apply it onto. You know, mm-hmm. people they might just they might just set an intention whenever they practice before they practice yoga. Mm-hmm. Other people might set an intention first thing in the morning, as you mentioned, so they have this intention set for their whole day, mm-hmm. that they have a guidance that will take them through the day. Mm-hmm. approaching everything from a place of love or with love. Mm-hmm. Or there might be someone who, who likes to have different intentions for different tasks that occur during the day, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for, for work one intention for when they're back with their family or one intention when they sit down to meditate. Mm-hmm. It, it really, it gives you all the freedom and the person can choose how many intentions they want to set for how many different things and how simple they want to keep it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and by experimenting with this, we can see firsthand through our own, the power of our own intention how we are creating um, this reality of ours. How we are these co-create the co-creators with this incredible, um, you know, energy around us. Yeah. And the more we experiment with it and play with it and use this tool, use this awareness, the more we're going to build a stronger relationship with it. Just like anything else, right? The more energy and effort we put into something, the stronger of a relationship we build. And um, and then. Yeah, like I've been I've been practicing with intention now for many many years, and I've seen how um, I can navigate through some of the most challenging situations by holding on to like super clear and solid intention, and it has assisted me in huge ways. (laughs) It has gotten me out of some pretty sticky situations because. You know, our biggest challenge is often navigating through the own uh, chaos of our minds, right? That can be uh, our, our greatest friend and our greatest enemy is our own mind. And so learning how to um, set intentions can really set forth uh, a clear state of mind. It can really help us with that. So yeah, I invite people to experiment. I'm constantly experimenting and playing with these tools and seeing, okay, how can I wield this for the better? How can I, um, you know, um, assist myself in embodying the qualities that I have? How can I play around with this? Um, I like to use the, I like to use these types of things very creatively and play around with them, and then see how it functions out there. See how people react to it. See how I can manifest and how I can navigate through my day. Um, yeah, I totally invite people to play around with that. It's, it's it's uh it can be a very playful and creative tool
1: and you know i love what you just brought up that people should experiment with it and you know in other words play with it as you said yeah because i i truly find that especially for people just starting out with it or who have thought about it for a while and maybe now want to get into it a little bit Mm -hmm. It is so powerful when you just get started you you focus on on a simple intention and you set it at the beginning of the day and then at the end of the day as part of this this whole experimentation you reflect on on the day yes. and you reflect on the intention and you just if you do that for a few days sometimes even just if you do it for one day you will see how how things Went different to what yeah. you expected because of the intention that you set. Yeah, and I find as soon as people start to realize these subtle differences because of the the setting of the, the intention, that's when people start to realize, wow, there's really something there. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes these changes, these yeah, these these changes may not be as subtle. Maybe they're even like a big change for a person that can happen too yeah and um either way it just shows people how it works immediately yeah you know, yeah there's no build up. i mean you will build up <clears throat> the more regularly you practice it but yeah. even if you do it once yeah. you'll be able to notice the difference
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and i get you know you're speaking and i'm seeing that building a relationship with it yeah for it to get stronger is it really that or is it us just really letting ourselves believe in the the power and the efficiency of it
1: (laughs) i think you just nailed it yeah when you said that what came to my mind is and this is really how i live my life it's all about surrender yes you know, it's all about surrendering into the present moment, surrendering into life and just trusting life and trusting the universe that it will bring forth the things that we need to experience. And I, I, think, I think you really, you really nailed it there. It's, I think it's really about the more we surrender to our intentions and to setting intentions and just trusting that everything will go the way it's supposed to, that's when we are the more we surrender the more powerful they become basically is what i'm trying to say
0: yeah yeah and so essentially we're just coming back to this incredibly brilliant nature of ours that we've been asleep to for a a really long time collectively and we're tapping into this now um and i'm being called to experiment a lot with it just like i mentioned like a minute ago and the more i play around and get creative with this and experiment with it the more i'm going to remember and surrender to it and and remind myself that wait a minute i don't have to strive and work so damn hard and go attain and achieve and go 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 to create the life i want i can literally take a step back uh have this clear heart clear mind and intend to put intentions out there and i can let life provide for me you know yeah. that that is a paradigm shift that is a big shift of perspective, because I think collectively we have been programmed to think differently yeah. about how we can create and navigate through this world. How amazing is that? How brilliant is that? How brilliant of an experience being human on this planet is that, where we can function in that way. There's so much more grace and ease and relief. So much relief, <laughs> relief so coming along.
1: It's so much, way. so much love
0: oh, God.
1: is really. It's an oh of love, yeah, you know, when you know all you really need to do is surrender, set intentions, of course, have clear intentions about how you want your life to go, but don't micromanage. There's no need to control anything because as long as you surrender, as long as you trust the process and you have certain intentions set for yourself, you will be guided there, and it's really then. Life is a river, and the more we surrender to it, the more we can actually just float down the river, and the river will take us where we need to go. But unfortunately, at this point, for people, for everyone that's stuck in that race and trying to control as many aspects of their lives as possible, what these people are doing is they're swimming against the river's stream. Mm. And of course that will lead to complete exhaustion that will chronic fatigue that will lead to other things breaking down in the body because they're using so much energy to go against the nature of us whoa Us, yeah wow
0: no wonder why it's so exhausting yeah no wonder and no wonder we had all of that um, mental health crisis and nature was also in in a very compromised state that's very reflective of us collectively going against this very strong river that's kind of beating us up yeah Yeah, yeah so that's beautiful okay so that's the part that's that's the collective shift that's the paradigm shift and from what i'm understanding through my own practice my own intuitive work right now this the we have access to this now a lot of us are already living this now and we can be this we were able we were able to be that before of course but um we have an amazing opportunity right now to really explore this we have the time we have the space and so it's a pivotal time i hear of people who are waiting around and who are bored i I hear this and a part of me is like okay yeah i'm gonna look at that (laughs) that's definitely not part of my reality like and the reality of the people around me who are just Taking this opportunity, seizing it, being creative, doing the internal growth work. And it's okay. We're all at different places and spaces. However, however, <laughs> those people who are bored and who are waiting around, I think it's inevitable for them that this is going to come their way. Yeah. Because it's time. We need this now. We need this now collectively. The earth needs this now collectively.
1: Absolutely, and
0: yeah.
1: you know the universe works in in such magical, mysterious ways, and a person will experience a person will receive exactly that what they need to receive right when they need it most yep, yeah. Yeah. of course we can <clears throat> we can shield ourselves from those messages, from those signs for quite a time. but the interesting thing is. Eventually, if the universe starts to realize this person is not listening to me when I'm just whispering to to that person, mm. or when I'm talking to that person in a regular vo- at a regular volume, then I'm going to start to scream at that person, and that might result in some serious shock or crisis to occur in a person's life.
2: Yeah. But
1: eventually, as you just said, <clears throat> every person will get there. Every person will get the memo. Yeah. That's the interesting thing. And that's also another thing that I love so much about the universe's workings. <clears throat> we don't have to, you know, when you, for, as an example, someone might have a friend who is in dire need to change their life, but this friend is too scared and they're just not ready for it. Yeah. Then as a person looking at that, at that friend, you might be inclined to really help them and, and push them towards change, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but that's not. It's probably not going to have too much effect, and maybe yeah. even negative effect. Having that friend even closing, closing off more, shutting the gates even more. Yeah, and it's not. It's not our business anyway. Exactly. You know, my, business, my business is here, and it stops also right here. Yeah know that the universe works in such incredible and beautiful ways that this this other friend will get the message eventually mm-hmm. because eventually they will no longer be able to be blind and block themselves off from whatever message they need to receive it will come and at some point they will be able to accept it
0: totally totally and i'm going to tie it back to what we had discussed in the beginning of this conversation how when we do that work and the whole heart resonance and heart energy ripple effect that you were talking about you know that's a very impactful thing when we do our work when we make that paradigm shift internally um the energy speaks so loudly you can walk in a room and people are feeling the effects and benefits of that um in non-verbal way (laughs) it's not us going up to them and trying to convince them or change them. It's literally just us being ourselves and embodying our truth and what we know, what we know to be true. That is so powerful. And so what a beautiful approach to all of this. It takes the pressure off of our backs in every possible way. It allows us to move forwards, enjoying this experience, moving forwards in this experience in this time of huge change with uh, confidence, with trust, um and it's actually a very beautiful way to go about it so i'm gonna remember this conversation you know this is the deeper part of me speaking here and sometimes i'll forget and i'll kind of go into that old thought pattern and that old paradigm and that's fine you know it's so clear we're having this conversation we all have the the answer within us and this is a perfect example of it right here with the exchange that you and i are having we are demonstrating this right now that there's a deeper part of us that knows exactly what's going on and how to proceed. Maybe not exactly what's going on, but we have a very good idea of yeah. what's going on deep inside and how to proceed, how to move forwards. And it feels amazing. I think when we can tap into that, I don't think I know, when we tap into that state of relief, we're onto something that's truthful and that's real and that's worth pursuing. That sense of relief, it feels so good too. It, feels
1: yeah. so good. it does. It does. And you know, that- That can be a powerful intention for someone, too, just to have the intention to release. You know, for instance, when you sit down, you're about to start your meditation, having the intention to simply release. Mm -hmm. And and this is also the the beautiful thing about setting intentions. It's not about putting us in in control. Yeah. You know, you don't have to go and, and write out like a like an intention that would contain three to five sentences nailing exactly what you want to release Mm -hmm. but even just having a word or three words yeah or four words i want to release yeah the more broad you keep your intentions the more you allow the universe the freedom to to do the work for you
0: yeah this is a perfect ex- like perfect example of this is me this morning. I knew I had to go in the forest. Um, I knew I had to go and just literally put my back up against a really big tree and just breathe and chill out. There was so much releasing from my systems, but I didn't know what that what was releasing. I didn't. I couldn't identify the exact things that were leaving my body and my systems. But but there was a very big release, and I felt huge relief. And I didn't know what was coming out so we don't have to as you stated just having the intention of okay i'm going here i need to let go i need to restore myself that just opens up everything and allows as you're talking about the universe whatever you want to call it the universe the life force the your deeper expect whatever it is it's all kind of the same thing that we create space for that to come through and to do the work for us it's a form of like self-treatment in a it's, sense yeah
1: it is it's it, it's beautiful. It, it, And what it also makes me realize is that when we try to actively take control of our life, Mm -hmm. because we no longer trust the universe, God, source energy, as you said, whatever you wanna call it, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: when you start to try and micromanage your life and Mm
2: -hmm.
1: take control of every aspect of your life, you're actually locking out the universe out of your life and it's still trying to come in and do the work for you because that's what it does, you know, that's the beauty of it. But because you have all of these, these control aspects set up in your life, it's really hard for the universe then to come in and and do the work for you. Yeah. I, you know, that leads back to what we mentioned earlier. That's why surrendering is so important. Or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to, or well, we, we relearn to trust God, the universe, because it really helps us do all of this work. Yeah. For example, if, if you weren't so trusting and so open towards the experience that you had this morning. If you had a tendency to micromanage your life, this could have not happened because yeah. your controlling mind would have taken over and gone, but no, no, no. We don't want it to happen in this way. We don't want to experience this sensation right now. Let's do it a different way. Mm-hmm. And as you're doing that, you're shutting out the universe. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're, com- we're cutting out that, that deeper, that um, the. the for expression of ourselves that really goes far beyond the mind that goes far beyond our fears and all of our control mechanisms that you're talking about um and i find i love this concept of space and i know we've talked about this before making space there's only so much space we have (laughs) within us to know things to hold on to things and so by letting go by releasing control we're really making space for a deeper expression of ourselves to come through and to communicate and a lot of people might not even know what that is Mm
2: -hmm. and that's
0: okay because there was a time where i didn't know either and that that's the inner work that's looking within and saying okay or having the intention of having the intention of saying okay i would like to you know show me life i'm intending to build this relationship, to reconnect this relationship, to have this expression of me um, um, be an active part of my life. Yes. So how beautiful is that? We can literally save that, step aside, and life is gonna orchestrate for us, and gradually the events of our life are going to align with that, and we're going to how experiences will come to us where we will um, be able to develop this deeper expression. How brilliant is that? Honestly, now that I look at this, <laughs> I'm looking back at my life and I'm looking back on all the times where I was not functioning this way and where I was controlling every part of my life because that's what I thought I needed to do and everyone else around me was doing that and it was dysfunctional it was always dysfunctional and it never felt really it never felt good it always felt forced and so yeah i would totally invite people to really experiment with these concepts and to practice listening mm-hmm. that's our next podcast that's our next i do like listening
1: yeah it, it ties in perfectly with yeah. intention because what i wanted to say is with You know, when we, with people that don't have much experience or any experience with this, and they might even feel overwhelmed to start because honestly, the hardest part is usually the very first step. Yes. I, that's, that's really, that's the case with everything. You know, you have a blank canvas. Someone tells you now draw something. The first few lines will be the hardest ones. And that's where intention can come in as your helping hand, as your guiding force. Because if you don't know how to start, then just set the intention to help you with that. Whether that might be have the intention to to simply start or have the intention to receive your first clue. Mm -hmm. So we can, in in order to avoid avoid um, writer's block, so intention block, mm-hmm. we can use the intention to show us the the way of least resistance, so we can actually become familiar with this whole process of setting intentions, and that in itself is so beautiful too.
0: That's freaking nuts! That's amazing. <laughs> I can see you connecting the dots too, as you communicate, like, isn't it incredible? <laughs> this is this is such a reminder that all the information is built into our structure. It's in here, it is not out there. It is mm-hmm. not out there. And I, I experiment with that too, where instead of reaching out for other people to tell me how to proceed and to tell me how things are and what things are, I cut that and I, I ask, I ask, and that's, that's, that's deepening that relationship. And that is an intention also. I made it clear, I was like, no, I'm going to, I'm choosing to fortify and strengthen that connection to that deeper, that deeper part of me. And so, yeah, life is presenting me these opportunities where I get to do that, I'm refining it every single day. And it is by far the most important relationship and connection that I can cultivate in my lifetime. That's what we can rely on. We can't rely on our mind. We can't rely on other people to tell us.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like really, it's, it's the most important connection out there, and we have the perfect space and opportunity to do that right now. This is why this time is so precious. It's so significant. It's literally creating, I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's that that's creating the quantum, not this, quantum, this collective shift, but there is a huge collective shift going on for the better. And uh, I, I know a lot of people might not be seeing that, especially if they're feeding into media, but there is this enormous underground culture that's going on where people are are waking up to all of this and embodying it. It's amazing.
1: It is. Yeah. It is. Um, there's one final thing that I just wanted to share in terms of intention that um, it occurred to me a long time ago but when it did it was such a profound way of of looking what it actually means to set the your intention what it why it actually works and I, I find nowadays i like to share with 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 clients of mine that haven't really experimented with it too much before um because it helps people understand what they're actually doing because otherwise if we tell people well you need to set an you, you need to set an intention they go okay but Why? And like, how does it work? Yeah, The way that I like to look at it is if you are sitting in front of your radio and you want to listen to your favorite music, to your favorite radio station, you have to tune your radio to the frequency of that particular radio station that you want to listen to.
2: Mm.
1: That's what we do with intention too. Mm -hmm. if I want to receive positivity or if I want to receive love in life or something else that's positive, then I consider that to be the radio station. And I need to make sure, because now I'm the radio, that I tune myself into the right frequency, meaning I need to give off the same frequency as the station, as the radio station that I want to connect with.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And that's really what we're doing when we're setting our intention. We are Mm -hmm. setting our frequency. And even though this might sound like, oh, this is just just an analogy, it's actually more than an analogy because when we set our intention on an energetic, from an energetic point of view, mm. we are actually changing our frequency. We are changing our vibrational pattern. Mm. And because we're changing our vibrational pattern, then we are also starting to tune into other vibrational patterns that are around us. Meaning mm. that if I vibrate at a at a positive frequency, I will be receiving positivity. Mm-hmm. And that's, kind of goes in line with the law of attraction. You don't really need to get into, but that's how it works. That's why that's why setting intention is so powerful, so mm. powerful, and that's why it actually works.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and getting to this point, this point that you're describing here, it takes the shift of perspective. Someone who thinks they're disconnected from uh, those around them and their natural environment won't understand this concept. They'll be like, "But I don't get it. That doesn't make sense." But some, if you if you allow yourself to see yes, I am connected to everything, to the natural environment, to to every cell in my body, to everybody around me, then this makes total sense. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, it's gonna take that shift of perspective. And this is what I feel like we're going through collectively. We're really just, we're really awakening to this um, perspective of yes, I'm connected to everything. Uh, Energy is real. (laughs) These energy fields are real this heart resonance is real. The power of my mind and my choices and my intention is so incredibly powerful. And that's going to, that's going to take the, um, interconnectedness perspective. That's going to take the understanding of, okay, I'm connected and I have a responsibility here and yeah, absolutely right. Tying into everything you're saying, tuning yourself into frequencies and energies literally like a radio station how freaking awesome is that
1: <laughs> how, yeah. can
0: we get any more brilliant <laughs> this is a brilliant brilliant
1: the more brilliant and that's why i love with, that you encourage people to experiment with it because when you start to experiment with it and you start to play with it and it becomes second nature becomes part of your life you will uncover more and more of how beautiful this is and I think this is, unless you have anything else to share, but I think this is really a beautiful way to to start wrapping this up because yeah. experiment with it and you will uncover how beautiful this is and how, how brilliant and powerful it is.
0: Totally, totally. And, and all the answers, everything, it's built into us. Built in, it's in, it's not out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, beautiful place, beautiful. Place to conclude, and we're picking it up next week. Is listening. (laughs) Let's talk about that. Yeah, that's a big one.
1: Yes, I I would love absolutely. Well, it's always such a pleasure, and you know it's so invigorating and inspiring every single time we chat. So thank you so much, Ariane.
0: Thanks, Matt. Thank you so much for being the Max for being the ground under my fire. Thank you so much. Honestly, it's a It is such an honor and I really look forward to next week.
1: Yeah, me too. Absolutely. All the very best. Okay. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening and be well from within.